Well, you're in your little room And you're working on something good But if it's really good You're gonna need a bigger room And when you're in the bigger room You might not know what to do You might have to think of how you got started Sitting in your little room It's Saturday, October 24th, 2015. It's 9.03 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time here in Portland, Oregon. I'm Jack Miller. And I'm Shannon Emerson. This is White Tiger Radio Live. Thank you for listening in, everybody. So this is the part of the broadcast where I would normally ask you, Shannon, what's on your mind, but it's Shannon's picks tonight, so we're going to hear a lot from you. So I thought maybe it's time that I just ask myself, Jack, what's on your mind tonight? So that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, I've really been mostly just thinking about myself for the past week or week and a half, you know, just getting ready for the show. It's just been all about me. So thanks for asking. Yeah. I've been on my mind. You've been on your own mind. Yeah. And I'm now. Oh, wait. What? So what's, what's, oh, we should talk about you. No, you what's on your mind? You don't need to ask me. I'm going to ask myself, Jack, what's on your mind? Uh, I wasn't expecting you to ask me because I know you've been thinking about your stuff because it's the Shannon's Pick Show. So, of course, you've been occupied, leaving me an awful lot of time. And I've been thinking about time, about the nature of time. And what got me thinking about time isn't the fact that I'm hurtling towards death, just like everybody else, not to bring it down. But it's there it is. It's unstoppable. We're all hurtling towards death. And that is a good reason to think about time. But... What got me thinking about time is uh, football. Oh, yeah? I, I see. That was, I was thinking also, I was like, well, that's going to be a shocker. Shannon's going to be shocked. You're like, oh, yeah? Okay. Time. Time. So Hurtling toward death. Not. Football. Hurtling towards death. It's football that's got me thinking about time because here's the thing. Did you know that the clock in professional football doesn't stop when a player goes out of bounds until the last two minutes of the first half or the last five minutes of the second half i did yeah you knew that that's messed up though i mean you go out of bounds the clock stops that is elemental to football right like it's like you incomplete pass the clock stops but that's not true time time is in the hands of the nfl the nfl just decided to change how time works. I mean, you go out of bounds, the clock stops. That's like built into the fabric of the universe. At least I thought it was. But the NFL can just change that rule. And that's what you can do when you're in charge. So that's where I, that's what I've been thinking. Time is not a thing. It's, it's, it's somebody's in charge of it. The NFL is in charge of time. It's just a rule. And the NFL is in charge of those rules. Time is a human creation. You know what? Time is a human creation. That's where I'm getting. I'm I'm getting there slowly, but it's been on my mind. And so I'm kind of swirling around it a little bit. I think we should go back to where I do the talking at this part in the show. Well, yeah, we can discuss that at our our post-show staff meeting. I think, you know, it merits going on the agenda. Uh, We could back up. I could say, what's on your mind tonight, Shannon? And you could say time. And then I could say the rest of the stuff I have to say. 
because it's been on my mind. But we're not going to probably do that. We could. I think your whole football time hurtling out of bounds thing is great. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's great. Now, now I think you're just pandering because you want to move on to tonight's show. A little bit. Which yeah. is you're in charge of tonight's time. You're the NFL tonight. You're in charge of the rules. You're going to make them. You're going so to remake them. Whatever you want to do with tonight's Shannon's rules. Shannon's Picks show. I can't wait to hear what you're going to do. Uh, I, have, I have a plan and I have songs. And in the past week and a half, as I've been thinking about myself to prepare for the show... Well, I've been thinking about time I've in the NFL. I've had a lot of thoughts about myself, and I chose some music based on those thoughts. So I think we should just start. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Rawface and DJ Easy. I 
come along. Come in the door, get on the floor. Hard rock, hard hitting, hip hop, hardcore. Causing casualties and catastrophes and tragedies. For the suck and see, using strategies to get the best of me. You dirty rat MCs, whoever you may be. You need to go down south, you need to shut your mouth. It's all about, no doubt, just shout, cause we're turning out. So we had to fade that song out 
well, is there another minute? I minute think there's another two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes, yeah. And even even though we faded out that soon, it still went a little bit too long. But two no minutes thirty eight seconds. It was no offense, Bell Biv DeVoe. So that was poisoned by Bell Biv DeVoe. And uh, before that, we had Run's House by Run DMC. And before that, we had It Takes Two by Rob Bass. And that Rob Bass song was five minutes. And it felt like a fast five minutes, unlike the Poison song, which was the two minutes and 38 seconds of pretty long. Yeah. Thus proving my point about time. It Right. That it's a human right. construction yeah. and that our emotional responses. See, I didn't get to say this earlier because you wanted to get to talking about you. And justifiably, because it's the Shannon's Pick show, so you should definitely talk about you. But we didn't have time to talk about time for as much time as I want to talk about time. Hmm. So, what's on your mind tonight, Shannon? <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start exactly. Uh, the beginning? No, that would be trite. Start. I, I was thinking about the porterhouse steak at Ruth's Chris, how we were talking about it earlier this week, and I was saying to the kids, "Who's Chris? Ruth's Chris." I must have missed that. one. You missed that. I must have been taking oh, out the garbage or recycling. I kept doing it to them over and over, and they just were looking at me like I was crazy. So those songs all. So all the songs I'm going to play tonight have a, when I hear them, it, it really instantly takes me back somewhere very, very specifically. So I thought that I would break each set up into sections of my life and those songs that qualify that take me back. So we're going on a journey through your past. Yes. This is a time machine type thing. I don't want to oh beat God. the theme to death, but, oh, I'm, go- but I'm going, going to. to. I don't want to. Going to. I don't want to, but I'm this going only, to. It's the way I do it. This is, yeah. I mean, what would you do if I didn't do it that way? Oh, I, yeah, I, I have a long list. Take us on your journey. <laughs> so this, this, this was these these songs were all part of my high school years. So the Rob Bay song and the Run DMC song came out in '88, and so it, the Run DMC was like May of 1988 when it came out. So I was I had just gotten my driver's license two months before that. Oh my. Music becomes ever more important when you have a car. Yeah. And so there I was driving around in my 1979 Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser, pale yellow diesel engine. It was a machine and all my friends called it the banana boat barge. That's what I was driving around in. No, I don't know that. I mean, I guess I would have, if I, I guess this, the, I don't know if Run DMC was on popular radio because I don't think I had a cassette tape. I was going to ask, car. did you have an eight track or a cassette? No, no, no. Just radio. I think, just radio, I think. I don't know. So I'm not sure if I would have I heard it know. then. But the banana boat had to have some kind of way playing but I see, music. Yeah. Cassette. I don't know. Yeah. But it definitely was the first beginnings of driving around in your car, listening to music, and yeah. having that kind of freedom. And you had, you, you had to, usually, if you didn't have an eight track or a cassette, you had to just rely on the radio. But if you did have an 8-track cassette, you then had to choose the one thing. You didn't have all, all kinds of like six CDs or random whatever. You had, to, you had to root around on the floor while you were stopped at a red light for the next cassette you wanted to play. Right. I think, I, I think on that one I just had the radio. And then, of course, the Belle Biv DeVoe song came out in 1990. And so that was then right after that, I graduated from high school. And so my memory of that song is actually after graduation from high school, it was traditional in my family that you would go to Myrtle Beach for a week with your friends. Your and family tradition, they sent you there. Well, I, we just all did it. I don't know. I don't know. 
it just happened. It was the thing that people did. Myrtle and Beach we happened graduation. to be allowed to do it. So we would go down there and spend a week. I went down with my girlfriends, with Michelle and Tina and Sheila. We wore a lot of belly shirts. And w- what I remember. And to that song. And we would go, Well, I remember going to this dance club called Xanadu and that song playing. But I don't, I can't, I, like we, it must have been just an underage dance place because we didn't have fake IDs or they didn't check. I don't know. I don't you remember. Had belly shirts. You and, were 18 uh, years old and you had belly shirts. That's a fake ID in the late 80s, early 90s. Probably still. That's a universal. No. You don't think so? In Myrtle Beach, the law was not enforced back then the way it is now with a kind of scrupulousness. So that's the uh, you're a the first the first journey. The first small journey back to the late 80s with you, the banana boat barge. Yeah, the, I think that. The how whole, many could, just banana boat for short. How many could it seat? It could only seat six. If, but if only you put six. people in the backpack... Then you could have like probably four people rolling around back there. So ten. Fine. So it could actually seat ten, not just six. Ten people right. listening to "It Takes Two by Rob Bass, maybe on the right. radio. Right. We, we, then we would like I would be out ramping railroad tracks or on going on the back roads that had the, just enough of a hump that you could catch a little bit of air in the custom cruiser. It was great. And one time I actually came down so hard that I the muffler came detached and was dragging and I just pulled into the first farm that I saw and just because I couldn't keep driving obviously and the farmer comes out and he says like he, I tell him who I am he's like oh yeah 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 I know your dad and your grandpa and so he just tied it up he sure. tied up the muffler with a wire and I never told anyone and that car was so close to actually being junkyarded that no one ever knew that the muffler was held up by a wire Tied by a nice farmer on bus road. Which was probably more sturdy than it came off the factory line from a, a farmer in Come Ohio. Come on now. 79 Custom Cruiser? That thing is solid as a rock. Yeah, well, the wire held it on there. I mean, that's there it is. A journey over railroad tracks to a farm and wire. Where next? So the next set, I think, you know, the instructions for everyone out there would be, we're going to give you just a few seconds here just to get out and warm up your air drums.
your house and she's cutting up your mother. She's only trying to tell you that she loves you like no other, no other. She loves you like no other. The Beautiful South and the Tragically Hip were my main college bands. Main. A lot of uh, after-hours sing-alongs. 
where we would bring out a boombox and play the CD of one of those two bands, one of their various albums, and just sing late into the night and totally annoying our roommates who weren't as much into late night sing-alongs. Their, their fault. I, mean, I know. That's were, what we thought. We were, were like, hey, if you guys don't know how to have a good time, that's not our problem. Yeah, exactly. that's, not our, <laughs> that's not our fault. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to bludgeon you into learning how to have a good that's time. That's right. So, can you, you know, I, I can't help but ask, can oh. I just have a little, t- this is a free time machine trip. Can I just have a little sample of what one of these late night sing-alongs might have sounded like, for example? No. No? No. I don't no. think so. You're not going to give that to me? I'm not ready. I'm it's, it's not the same when you're not singing with the music. Right. Like, it really is all about, like, belting it out with the, with the song. And did you really have to play it on a boombox in your, in your college housing situation? You didn't have a stereo? I never had a stereo in college. Boombox. Boombox. That's all I had. At least it had a cassette in it, unlike your car. Yeah. So I could, I could make mixtapes and play mixtapes. You weren't just subject to the wind of the radio. I had a CD player and a cassette player. I mean, I thought I, was, I had it all. You did have it all. That was all there was. You yeah. had it all. And you made use of it, ample use, late night. And those those two bands, The Beautiful South and The Tragically Hip, I didn't know anything about them until I met you. And then as soon as I heard The Tragically Hip and then I learned they were Canadian, I was like, oh my God, that must have, people in Canada must have been so happy because the Canadian content rule, they're like, oh, we're so sick of Brian Adams and Neil Young. Oh my God, thank you, The Tragically Hip, for coming along and filling up radio with something new and interesting and great. They, the Canadians love the hip, and I, I've they seen so a happy. couple shows in Canada, and that's quite an experience. You crossed the national, international I went to, boundary. I saw, yeah, I saw The Tragically Hip in Montreal. And that's the that's whole, not only Canada, that's French I mean, Canada. you walk around, you, so you, you buy a case of cigarettes, basically, at Duty Free. And then you go to Canada and then your intention is to go to a tragically hip show and you maybe spend three nights total in Canada and you have camels that you just give away to your new Canadian friends who think it's the most amazing thing in the world. It's like jail. They, and so you're just like, cigarettes are like currency. You're like, yeah, I'm here to see the tragically hip and here's a pack of camels. People lose their minds. They love you. It's like best friends. Duty free camels go a long way in Canada, just like in jail. All my best friends live in Canada. Yeah. Well, you know, my first girlfriend was from Canada. Sure. People yeah. didn't know that. I've, you know, I've heard a lot of people say that. It's kind of in my kind case, of funny. In my case, it was true. And her, she was French-Canadian, actually, so she didn't speak any English. So mostly we had to communicate through, you know, uh, pretend gestures. And mm-hmm. since she didn't exist, it was actually pretty easy to have those pretend gestures yeah. land, you know. So, yeah. So there is the second set. We're journeying through Shannon's life and... We're moving across the, what, that that took us through the 90s, the early 90s. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that was the early 90s. And that, yeah, through the, through the mid-90s, I was on the Beautiful South and Hip run. I do want to talk a little bit more about the Pale Yellow Custom Cruiser just for a quick second. Did it not die? Did it go to college with you? It did not go to college with me, actually. And when I was, so I was going to my friend's house, it was around my 18th birthday, and I was driving through town, and I drove by the Dariet, and I couldn't help but turn and look to see if there were any cute boys <laughs> at the Dariet. And in the process oh, of I'm turning and right looking, I rear-ended a Christian in a minivan. Oh, my. And the Custom Cruiser was so solid that Not just a regular person nothing a happened to it. It's, the Custom Cruiser is just like, done, whatever. Did something happen? Did I just hit a fly? 
But the minivan just bent it, bent the bumper all the way down, and then ended up proceeding with my night. And it was a surprise birthday party for me that I was going to. Well, and your first surprise was that the Christians were were they Christian? Did they forgive? Did they turn the other cheek? He turn was the other very bumper? nice. He didn't care at all. That's great. Yeah. He was like, I needed a good insurance claim on this car anyway, so I'm ready to I'm ready to take that. Thanks girl who's now and there now were no, a woman 18 was that your 18th birthday surprise um, I, yeah wow i can't believe so, i'm learning things about you tonight that i didn't know what's well, so you know what's a real bummer though is that there were no cute boys at the dairy yet like if there had been cute boys, boys and i got into a fender bender i could have at least like hung around cute boys while i was talking with the local cop about what had happened or to take a darker side if there had been cute boys you would have stayed turned longer and maybe you would have actually injured somebody for real and the christian would not have turned his other cheek is there, to you is, is it necessary to go dark i guess it is for me let's, move, let's is... move on to seattle in the 90s in the mid to late
Feel drunk, but I'm sober. 
gonna hold back lightning with the palm of my hand oh man coco taylor i didn't discover coco taylor until the mid late 90s where i i saw this album that we just played actually at the half price books in yep. uh, university district the sticker on here shows the date as 12.97 and the price as two dollars and 98 cents so that's the record we just played yeah She's blurry on the front because she's just obviously, you hear that song and you know that the front, the picture of her is just like. She can't be contained. She's a Russian wind. She's a Russian wind. And not a Russian wind. So that set was obviously the lady empowerment set of a time when I was just like, yeah. Lady empowerment happened in the mid to late 90s for Shannon Emerson. And I lived in, I lived above a dentist's office in the university district in Seattle it was a house that had been converted to a dentist's office on the bottom, and we lived upstairs, and we were just surrounded by churches and parking lots. And so Sounds at ideal. night, at night and on the weekends, nobody was around. You know, across the street was a parking garage. People aren't undergoing emergency dental care. No, no one came. No, it was like nobody churches. was around. We had everything to ourselves. We had no neighbors. I worked a regular nine-to-five job, but my roommate and all my friends worked re- at restaurants, and so they would come home at 11, 12 at night, ready to go. And I would have not had hung out with anybody. So I would basically hang out with them for too long and then have to get up and go to work in the morning. Listening to music like we just heard. Just blasting it, yeah. I mean, some of the... In fact, this same record album that was purchased in December of 1997 must have been part of some of those late nights, Coco Taylor. And before that, what did we hear before that? Uh, before that, we had Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. That even brings me back to the mid '90s, you know. And I'm not even a lady empowerment kind of guy. That well, that that was a pretty pretty big popular album, and sure. I. But it makes uh, me feel empowered, you know. I'm like, yeah, I dig it. Alanis. It was it was 
I remember. Yeah, it was fun. We would just blast it and dance and sing. It was good. And then before that was You Had Time by Ani DeFranco. So all, you know, I, I don't, I have to say that I don't enjoy the like the Ani DeFranco or the Alanis Morissette to listen to on a regular basis at all now. So I had to sort of listen to a lot of them to pick out the ones, the songs that I liked enough to hear again. But was, I just appreciate, I just, I still know the song so well and I enjoyed having them in my life at that time that uh, it was, it was a big Some music big is specific deal. to a time and place for you and for other people. And it doesn't necessarily hold up to put in your car in the present, but that doesn't mean it wasn't great music. And that was a great set. I, I really enjoyed listening to that set, even though I would probably not enjoy listening to those songs again, you know, in my car, probably. We'll see. I'm putting them on a cassette. And I'm going like, to go buy an old car and that has a cassette and I'm going to listen to him because you can't listen to those songs not on cassette. You can't do it on some kind of media card in your modern car that tells you where to turn left to get to the whatever. I think whatever. you can. I think you can you think actually, so? yeah. I'm sure people do it. I'm, not, I'm just saying it's wrong. So our next set is the, a set full of cover songs that I sent out to people and asked them to create a cover song based on the song I gave them. And these song titles aren't necessarily they're just songs that I like. So let's let's hear it. Break it to me gently. Let me down the easy way.
Thank you. 
that was our cover song set. I like to think of that as the human jukebox because those songs were all commissioned by Shannon, specifically sending out a song title to people. And that's something that she does around town. If there are musicians around playing music, Shannon will sometimes, often, maybe every single time, she'll just be like, hey, play this song. And they'll do it. She commands the human jukebox. And that's what we heard there. That song was Let the Good Times Roll, which was originally done by Shirley and Lee, also famously done by Coco Taylor, in that version done by Fabi and Consuelo in a very haunting and wonderful version. I love that. I love that too. Yeah. That, I could listen to that regularly. We're gonna, that was yeah. really nice. We may just have to play that song again in the post show just to give it another Ooh, listen. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Before that, we had Dan Blaker doing Brass in Pocket, the Pretender's song, and Dan was not pretending. He was doing it all there, as only Dan Blaker can do. That was really good, too. That was really good. And Dan, has he's an experienced human jukebox subject because he's often the one who's around. I remember one time you said to him, can you do Sweet Child of Mine? And he and Chuck just, they kind of looked at each other and maybe they looked at their phones or something. I don't even know what they did, but then... I think they, I might have had the printed lyrics and chords already. You showed up with Sometimes I give an assist and be like, can you play this? Here's the information you need. Right. You definitely so did that, that for Love Interruption, that Jack White song. It, it, had, it, was, it was the only song that was out on that record. The whole record wasn't even out yet. And you just said, do the song. And they're like, well, I don't know. And so you handed them the lyrics and maybe I think you played a snatch of the song. That's one of the things that Shannon does, and that's one of the things that Dan Blaker can do, one of the many things he can do. Started that set with Break It To Me Gently by Shanna Hill. That is, of course, the Brenda Lee song, and that was also quite lovely. Mm -hmm. Everybody interpreted those songs in their own way. That was a good set. And the cover set, Human Jukebox, of songs. So why did you pick those songs, if you don't mind me asking? Just because they're songs that I like to hear. So that's, yeah, we're that done with it. The, we're done with the journey through your life. Show's over. Show's over? Show's over. Just drop the mic and get out. Who's Chris? Who's Chris? That was I, one more bit of show. One more bit. So we've taken a journey through your life and a large chunk of it that I didn't know anything about. You know, I did not meet you until after that Coco Taylor record was purchased. The Lady Empowerment period, I overlap with that for sure. Uh, I know the Human Jukebox period, but a journey through the early period of your life thoughts feelings time the passage of time the hurtling towards the death of time go i'm speechless without speech i'm so without speech maybe it's just time for us to do our new segment shannon sings karaoke in the radio you think it seems to be time i don't know what else that i would do okay Let's it's try the it. shannon's pick show so i am picking shannon i'm gonna try it okay all right let me be there in your morning. Let me be there in your night. Let me change whatever's wrong and make it right. Make it right. Let me take you through that wonderland that only two can share. All I ask you is let me be there. Let me be there. Olivia Newton-John, the 70s. We're not going to keep going? That's it? No, I don't think so. Once again, we didn't have... You know, Shannon Sings Carrick on the radio strikes me. That's more like Shannon Sings Acapella on the radio. You were just getting fired up there, and I hate to shut I, you down, but actually I don't. 
<laughs> I had my hands in the air, not just down below, but in the air. Like you just don't care. And I, and I didn't care, and I kept going, but then, of course, it seems a little silly to I keep I think going. on the second chorus in that song, I think, is when the tambourine arrives, which is really hilarious. Right. That, like, it was such an innocent time that, like, bringing out the tambourine at the beginning of the second chorus was just, like... People are going nuts. Absolutely. <laughs> just and the, losing the, their minds. It's the the album cover of that particular, I think it was the single, is just Olivia Newton-John laying in the grass. She's adorable. Being adorable. She's adorable. And that's all you had to do. You just had to lay in the grass and take a picture of yourself. She was like, oh, hey. Let me be. I remember the, the album that we had at home was uh, the one where she was in the water. Right. We have that one here. I mean... Coming There's out like of the several water. pictures of her in the water. It was a big double, I think. And, um, and is she going it was just mesmerizing. It's like, it was what just, is... No, it, didn't, it was irrelevant what, whether she was coming. It doesn't matter. I always wondered, was she going in or coming out? Because yeah, I, see, I no. saw action because that's what I see. See, I was, think, I was like, what's she thinking? <laughs> and she was just thinking, I'm amazing. And she, she was, was right. Like, she was like, oh, she was like oh, if I just bring the tambourine out at the beginning of the second chorus... But not at the beginning of the song. Because I'll get a Grammy. And she did get a Grammy for that song. She got a Grammy for that song. Well, she deserved it. Olivia so, Newton-John, big part of your life. I think this has been a fun show. I'm Shen not sure picks. if I will regret it in the morning. Possibly. I hope you do. It hasn't happened yet, but I hope it happens. Where... We, we shall see. I mean, you admitted that you rear-ended a Christian. I've regretted it in the morning before. Let's just say that. Okay, but you never talked about it. You rear-ended a Christian on the air tonight. Oh. Yeah, see? That... You're, are you regretting it already? Am I supposed to regret Sometimes that? Sometimes the way you put words together, it just is uh, as, odd. As sentences <laughs> very odd. that flow with... So I think we have one more song. Well, we don't. I do. We definitely Cause do. Because for this brief next moments, it's still all about me. So let's move on to our very last song. I want to play one of my favorite songs from my boyfriend. She's got freedom in the 21st century 